1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
3: Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors
4: like you are switching to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investing in securities involves the risk of loss.
2: That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address: forhims.com/joy. That's forhims.com/joy for your free online visit. F O R H I M S dot com slash J O Y. It's two PM
1: in Memphis, Giannato and Jeffrey time. Get off the fence, live on Memphis's sports station, ninety two nine FM ESPN.
5: Jim, I can't hear me whining.
3: It's been three whole weeks since that I am
6: a Jordan. Welcome. welcome. To welcome to the Giannotto and Jeffrey Show. We're coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee. My name is Jeffrey Wright. You can follow me on Twitter at jwright 929 espn Over the main studio, the Commercial Appeals lead sports columnist. The lead sports columnist to the number one sports section in the state of Tennessee. Top three sports columnist in the state of Tennessee, barely. Tied for eighth, best sports columnist in the United States of America. He is on Twitter at mgiannotto.
0: Mark, good day, sir. That was a heck of a basketball game last night. I thought, in terms of drama between the Lakers and the Warriors, I had a big fight feel. Yeah, it was uh, it, like it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't a, a pretty, pretty co- game. It, but, it wasn't yeah. pretty, but it just felt really important because it was yeah. like what you were kind of envisioning when we, of course, are talking about the Heat and the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I rec- I recorded it and then i was like cuz i couldn't watch it i was with the kids and i was like all right if i hear it's good i'll like watch the fourth quarter you know like yeah. if it's a good game i'll i'll go back and watch the fourth quarter so i can talk about it and then i turned it on with like 3 minutes to go that was when i was uh, able to uh, turn on the first at, at, at first and then i i was like i could just tell from those last 3 minutes i was like eh this feels like one i can just watch the highlight package mm-hmm. You know, and I I think I made the right call. But I watched the entire Lakers Warriors game and it was like it was what you envisioned when you had LeBron versus Steph and you know, the kind of the implications of like this might be the last time these two go against each other in the playoffs. You have these two monster teams, if you will, in terms of like popularity and fan bases. Um, and it just it felt important. And uh I'm gonna be honest, felt a lot like uh felt a lot like uh the Grizzlies Lakers game 4 in some ways where it's like this game the Grizzlies could have and some might argue should have won just like you could make the argument the Warriors you know they were in position to win that game and just didn't make you know they couldn't hit any shots down the stretch um and now it couldn't feels make like any pots <laughs> and now it feels like the Lakers are in control but yeah it was it was just uh I don't know that was that just had the feel for me of like, I'm not going to put it in like my top 10 greatest playoff games I've ever watched, but it was just like, this is, this is why I love the NBA playoffs. Games like that, fourth quarters like that between, you know, two, two stars, two mega stars of the game. See if you buy this. It felt to me like watching
6: two great pitchers, like two clear number ones that didn't have their best stuff and just kind of gutting it out. Yeah, you know
0: what I mean, like no, because like Curry wasn't able to hit many threes, but he was making up for it with his playmaking. Yeah, and LeBron kind of looked gassed for most of the fourth quarter, and we haven't like the other part of it. I think that made it so cool is that it wasn't like like that Denver Phoenix game on Sunday night was like the stars just landing haymakers yeah. back and forth. That was not what this was because at the end. Like, Anthony Davis played a great first half, but was pretty quiet in the second half. And LeBron kind of looked gassed at the end. Like, he looked exhausted. And the only reason Lakers win that game is Lonnie Walker turns into, like, I don't even know, like, Ben Gordon, kind of? Like, that's the only other person I can think of who's, like, taken over a game like that offensively. From like out of nowhere, and even Ben Gordon was like a you know a little more likely than you know like he's a little more likely it seemed like to to have an outburst he, like that than Lonnie Walker. I think he could make the argument like Rui Hachimura, yeah, in game one. I know, but it, and it's it's it was uh but just a lot of circumstances that made it uh an incredible an, an incredible watch. I don't know if it was an incredible game, but it was an incredible watch last night. So it made my day, it made my day. You know, it made, it made makes when you come when you get to watch like a game like that, especially like a weeknight game. I don't know what it is, like a weeknight game just feels bigger to me than I know. Like technically, the Sunday afternoon game is like the big game, but I don't know. It always feels like to me a weeknight game on TNT. That always, uh, I think it's because particularly for someone like you, as kids, like weekend is like.
6: You're you're having to like lug them around and whatnot. Like this is a game where if they're in bed.
0: You can just sit and like watch it. I also think it's because I didn't have cable till I was in high school, so I went like some f- significant formative years not having cable as a child, and so I viewed like getting the chance to see a TNT NBA game that was primo to me growing up. If I was over at a friend's house or something. I just think that when it's on weeknights, it feels like it's a feature. Yeah. Because like
6: to me, the thing that I found interesting, the most the series that I'm the most locked in on is Warriors and Lakers. Mm-hmm. But tonight is the night that I look forward to more because we got two 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 Exactly. Two uh, uh two series tied at two, two. But on top of that, like I think these two series are more fascinating.
0: Well, the way Jokic is playing and the way Booker is playing, like they're not just like Stars, but they are stars who appear to be playing at the peak of their powers right now. So you got those two going against each other. And then in the Celtics and Sixers, I think it's because, you know, when you went into these playoffs, I don't think anyone, even given the Heat's history, would have gone the Miami Heat are like serious contenders this year for the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, You'd say it's going to be, you know, One of the three of Milwaukee, Boston, and Philly. And you knew going in, Boston and Philly were going to have to play each other before the Eastern Conference Finals.
6: Yeah, I also think...
0: You have two, you know, two legitimate NBA title contenders.
6: While you have the headliners with the Lakers and the Warriors, I think there's still something, and maybe we'll we'll find out that Miami really was this good. And they're going to end up winning the East. Mm -hmm. And maybe we'll find out that the Lakers are are going to win the West, but I felt like tonight has the true contenders. Because uh, like I, I still in the back of my mind, I think, think, that the, when, I think if the Lakers, Lakers are, line up. If the Lakers line up with Denver, I think Denver's going to pop them because that will be the first team that can really actually defend Anthony Davis.
0: It as, won't. It won't necessarily be Davis dominating the guy. Correct. Going up against him, he'll have to. But at the same time, you know, if he can if he can slow down Jokic, that could be a big. I I view the Lakers honestly. I, I view them as very like. I think Vegas is right that they have the second best odds to come out of the West right now. I don't know. I mean, it's you know what in I mean? your mind. So in your mind, you're thinking the winner of Phoenix Denver is in your mind the favorite to win the West.
6: I just think. I think Phoenix hasn't won in Denver yet, mm-hmm. and I think if you look at the games with with the Suns, they've had to have truly remarkable performances from Devin Booker, yeah, to win these games. And even though he's an elite scorer, he's still at an unbelievable rate right now. Like, I don't think he's going to be able to do that for another two Colin, Colin, Ka-
0: Colin Cowherd made that same mistake last week, Jeffrey, and he's gone on this Put tear. Stuff. <laughs> there's no there's no way he can do that. He can shoot 60% from the field. Oh yeah. He's going to go shoot 79% from the field. Um but okay, well, that's a good launching point for today. It's tell your tell the truth Tuesday. Um and so we're going to tell some truths about the playoffs and as it relates to the Grizzlies here cuz I think that's also important. You you got to be are, aren't you watching all these games with you know in the back of your mind you're thinking, okay, how does how does this match up with what the Grizzlies have? You know, like, what what are the Grizzlies missing that these teams have? What do what the Grizzlies have that maybe these teams don't? Yes. Um, Shooting. <laughs> so, uh, water is what? Yeah, we are, uh, <laughs> we'll get into that here in a second. 240 or so, Tim Murray from VEASAN will join us like he does every Tuesday. We'll talk more NBA playoffs from him from a gambling perspective. Has it been a lucrative playoffs for you? I've picked my spots. I I went all in on
6: the Lakers in game one because I kinda liked I liked the spot where they were where Had some rest. They had rest. They had rest. The Warriors played that epic, you know, game seven. And so I kinda liked the spot. But I've I've been very
0: selective mm-hmm. on what I've actually played. Gotcha. Okay. Uh we'll get into the list next hour. We touched on it briefly uh, at the end of yesterday's show, but there's been more fallout in the Bob Huggins situation. Uh, we'll dive into that. Denny Crum, the uh, legendary Louisville coach. Uh, the Louisville coach during the heyday of the Memphis State-Louisville rivalry. He passed away today. We'll talk a little Denny Crum. Um, that Buffalo Bills punter. Matt he's a former Buffalo Bills Former punter. Buffalo never, Bills punter. Never suited up. Uh, who was accused of rape. Uh, may have his name cleared now. Uh, it I mean, he's had his
6: name cleared. This this is the this is kind of the other
0: issue. It's like he was named in a civil suit. Gotcha. Um, well, we'll uh, we'll discuss that and then controversy at the NHL draft lottery. Yes. Um. Yeah, there's some something afoot, and then we'll uh, NHL rigged. We'll get you ready for tonight's uh, big game fives. Uh, as Jeffrey mentioned earlier, we got uh, Philly, Boston. And Denver Phoenix, both in game five, both tied at two games apiece, but let's uh let's sort of tell the truth. I think you have a truth Grizzlies related yeah, basically you, like, you know you make the point
6: you're watching the playoffs and thinking about how it relates to the Grizzlies. I think I'm going to start here. Game four of the Lakers series should haunt the Grizzlies. That mm-hmm. should be the motivation for the entire summer, yeah because it that it realize- series was lost. Yes, I mean, like, were there other games? Were there opportunities? But when you really think about it, in a seven-game series, when you get
0: the quote-unquote toss-up game, and you have... there's six points, was 6.7 seconds away from winning that game. Yeah.
6: Well, I mean, to me, like, the bigger deal is you had a couple of empty possessions late. I mean, you had mm-hmm. a seven-point lead with, what, six minutes to go, roughly? Something like that, Six, yeah. seven minutes to go, and you don't close that out. And... To me, that's where the entire series was decided, and that's the type of that's the type of loss that I think should motivate a team throughout the rest of the summer because you realize, oh boy, that was a real missed opportunity and I think like in real time, I think because we we'd, we'd kind of talked about this during the year, there was this question of how good are the grizzlies because you didn't think that they were as good as last year. Mm-hmm. And then last year, they were in a similar situation in game four. They had a lead in Golden State or in San Francisco, and they can't close it out. Mm-hmm. and they end up or they end up losing the series. Well, at the time, like you didn't know that the Warriors were going to go on to win the title. And I think at the time, last you know, two weeks ago, There was just, there just wasn't a. a, I don't think it was crystal clear that the Lakers are a contender. And we're now seeing, even though I still think I would favor Denver pretty significantly against them, Denver hasn't got out of their series with Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And it just makes you realize, man, the West really was up for grabs.
0: Yeah. And what it is, it is interesting thus far. This Lakers Warriors series is really playing out almost carbon copy to the Grizzlies Lakers series. Yeah, Lakers came out one game one on the road. Warriors came back, won a blowout in game two, much yep. like the Grizzlies did. I mean, Grizzlies wasn't quite as emphatic, but it was. Considering they were without John I say, They were
6: shorthanded and they won by double figures. Yeah. And they had, you know, a 20, whatever, 25 point lead at one point in that game.
0: Then, then game three, Lakers blow out both the yep. Warriors and Grizzlies. And then game four comes down to the wire. It's a toss up. And, you know, I guess, it, you know, the game four against the Grizzlies obviously went to overtime and it featured more of like a LeBron imprint on the ending, obviously. Yeah. For sure. Um, whereas this was more like, Lonnie Walker hitting big shots. Well, LeBron LeBron put him in the position. Yes. Like he, he said hit, hit some big free throws late. Mm-hmm. You know, played some good he was really good on defense, I thought, down the stretch. Um He had that big block. I mean, the reality is, though, that and why Golden State should really be kicking itself is, you know, they got beat by Lonnie Walker. It wasn't it wasn't LeBron or Anthony Davis who in had the that end. on their bingo card. Yeah. Like um, and so here they are at 3-1, and I fully expect the Warriors in game five to do exactly what the Grizzlies did in game five and, and kick the Lakers butt in Golden State. right?
6: Yeah, I would suspect, especially when you consider LeBron played like 42 plus minutes, AD plays 43. I gotta imagine that LeBron will treat it much like he treated game five here, mm-hmm. where, hey, it's, on, it's up the, it's on the rest of the guys to get us into it, you know, get us into this game, and then if it's a fourth-quarter game, we'll adjust. But you can tell that they were
0: they were quick to wave the white flag. And and in both series, it's like you're coming away going, man, Lakers are deeper than I, than I thought they were. And you're going, just like with the Grizzlies, with the Warriors, you're kind of going, man, their depth is not as good as I thought it was. So this is kind of, this is what I've struggled with. In my mind, this makes
6: sense, and I admit that this might be just very dumb but I'm a dumb person I think in terms of it's not necessarily that the Lakers have more depth I think it's that they have more options because yeah. I think in the same in the same way that I think if you would have said if you take the top five minute minutes played guys from the Grizzlies and the top five minute play, minutes played from the Lakers, I think the Grizzlies one through five probably had better depth than the Lakers did. But what you see with the Lakers is they have so many more guys that are kind of interchangeable that if if you have someone that's not having an, you know, that's having an off night, you can throw someone else out there. What you saw with the Grizzlies was if their guys, even on the bench, like they just they didn't have the amount of options. And to me, like that's been
0: the key difference. Like Lonnie Walker, I mean did he do anything in the in the Grizzly series? No, he's barely play he had barely played, and then in game two, when they got blown out, he like had nine points in garbage time. Yeah. And Darvin Ham went, you know what? Like, Troy Brown isn't really giving me much. Why don't we try Lonnie Walker in that role? And Lonnie Walker played well in game four in game three and then was unbelievable in the fourth quarter last night. Um, well, like Malik Beasley's getting deep sixed. You know, yeah, but that was that started in the yeah. Grizzlies series. That's what I'm talking about. Like they're just they've got guys who they can turn to in a pinch. Like they're still they still can play. Like like honestly, Malik Beasley isn't playing, but like in the conference finals, they could turn to him at some. You know what I mean? Like you could very easily see him have last year. He had a game for Minnesota where he hit like six seven threes against the Grizzlies in a playoff game. Yeah, you have that to turn to in a random game. You can go win a game four that. You know frankly, considering Anthony you won a game a close game down the stretch in a fourth quarter where I believe Anthony Davis and LeBron combined for eight points together like you you won that type of game without them having to even do anything really uh special down yeah. the stretch of the game and and um, all six so
6: they had they had eight total points, and of the eight points,
0: four came at the free throw line, yeah. And then you look at the Warriors. This is my tell the truth. This could have been this could have been good for overreaction Monday, but the game was wasn't till last night. I think we're watching like, for all intents and purposes, right here, right now, the end of the Warriors as we know them. And I know like it, this could come back to bite me. This is like the type of team that maybe next year they can put it together. But you're seeing in this series. They paid Jordan Poole way too much money. Like he's a nice player, and this isn't indicative of who he is as a player. He's also not an 120 million dollar player. No, um, I mean he's he's essentially a specialist. They're going to they're going to regret that contract. Draymond is either going to be on another team next year, or they're going to sign him to a contract they regret. Yes, Clay Thompson is going to need boy. a new deal, and if you you know if you, you either he goes. I think he's got one more year left on his deal, Clay. Um, but you're like, you're 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 very. Whenever his deal runs out, he's already on a deal that he's not worth anymore, given who he is as a player. He's on a max deal, but he's so got so Clay. He's yes, got he's one got, more year, forty three million. million. You're gonna have to make. You're a year away from having to make a tough call on him. Maybe he'll sign for cheap to, to stay with you, but, um, and then. You look up, they messed up the Wiseman pick. They're young guys. Kaminga's not even playing. Moses Moody is like an you know eighth or ninth man, it feels like. You know, Wiggins oh, the, is fine. The but Golden State development is a myth. Like, they're basically getting credit because... Steph Curry's awesome and his longevity has been... He, he's reaching the point now, like, if he's as good as this next year and the year after, like as good in terms of like being an elite player for a long period of time as any you know as anyone in recent memory like he's reaching yeah. that level because he is still so good i mean he had triple double last night like they are being propped up by the fact that he is truly these last couple years moved himself into the discussion of top 10 player of all time
6: no i told you this during the during the kings series all of the Draymond and the riff-raff, like all the extracurricular in that series was distracting from just how good Steph Curry
0: was. But I, you know, my my sense is, is that, and it feels very poetic, that uh, LeBron, the one guy who really during this run um, kind of, you know, beat the Warriors, you know, yeah. like, you know, I, I guess the Grizzlies count too. Um, they beat him in that play-in, but um, – He's gonna. I think he's gonna be the one who puts the you know, kind of, the beginning of the end, if you will.
6: I mean, Mark, this is all well and good, but you're like nine months too late. Mm-hmm. Last fall, remember, I declared. I think we're gonna go back and find out that that yeah. that title was the like you don't. I w- I equated it to, yeah, but I think Tiger's this is, 2019 Masters, where I, in real time, like you don't think like oh well they they yeah. can obviously go do it again,
0: but that's what that felt like. Well, but I I think it's gonna get start start to get dismantled after this in certain ways. Like the GM might leave Bob Myers. There's rumors that he's got one foot out the door. Um, I know Washington, my, my my hometown Wizards are you know, that's like the uh, pipe dream. Yeah, is that that you can go get Bob Myers to you know give him control of everything? Um, but I, I just think we're you're, you're seeing we saw it over the course of this entire season, kind of these flaws. That were with time, uh, becoming more and more pronounced for the for the Warriors, and you even hear Steve Kerr talk about it. These announcers talk about how, like, uh, you know, as he put it, like they they can't get away with as much. The way he puts it is, they can't get away for with, error. It can't get away with as much as they used to. No, ultimately, I mean, they they screwed up. The, the Wiseman pick is the big up They had positioned themselves like like you yeah. go back to like those Celtics
6: dynasty. As much as I hate them. And I, I listen. I can cheapen just about anything that they've accomplished. Mm-hmm. That's like the that is, that shows you the depth of my hatred and pettiness.
0: That is a very weird draft. Yeah, but if they had drafted Lamelo Ball, like think about Lamelo Ball on this team right now. Yeah, but I mean, how does he fit with the code? Oh, I think I, I think. See, I think Lamelo is one of those players who's. Because when you look at that Because he's on a bad team and a bad franchise, it's underappreciated just to, I think he's really good. I mean, he would fit with them
6: in the sense that he's an elite offensive player and has no interest in playing defense right now. Um, no, but you, he, you but could like, play think, him okay, and move Curry back, off the ball. That, that draft is like peak COVID.
0: No, it, it, you're right. And peak
6: hysteria. And remember, no, Anthony and th- Edwards goes one, and everyone at the time's like, man, I, I don't know, like, I guess.
0: And then... You have, I think, a lot of pe- a lot of the draft gurus understood why Wiseman would go two because they like honestly in this series they kind of need a big to be you know like they need a big no, to he, go combat Anthony Davis. He fit what they needed positionally, but Correct. as a player, I'm not you know as a we'll see if he ever you know he had some promising moments at the end of the season with but Detroit. Like, let's look at let's look at who was after them. Who you know so it goes Edwards won. That's the
6: right pick at this point. Yes. Edwards one, Wiseman two. It's still like Jerry's still out, but you know, it doesn't look like he's gonna be you know an all star. He already point. got traded. Correct. Um, but like when you now look part at of that is on on Golden State though. When you look at the highest value above replacement, Tyrese Halliburton is the number mm. one player from that draft. Then it's Lamelo. Do you know who number three is? It is <sighs> not Anthony Edwards. Is it Bain? Desmond Bain. Yeah. yeah. Then you have Anthony Edwards.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Uh, Quickly, Emmanuel,
0: Emmanuel Quickly
6: is at five. Maxi Quickly was taken twenty fifth. By the way, Maxi was taken twenty first. Mm-hmm. Then you have Sadiq Bay, taken nineteen.
0: Yeah. So wasn't a good top ten. Yeah. That year.
6: And I, I, if you also, I think that that's, I think when we look back. Historically, sports in that year is going to be weird because of evaluations. Well,
0: it's funny. Everyone's going, oh, like everyone's talking about how the bubble NBA wasn't didn't you know didn't matter. And here you go, you got Miami still in the mix, late Lakers still in the mix. Um, uh, who else? Denver still in the mix, and they Boston, were all. I think was not that Miami Boston? Wouldn't that yes? The, that yeah, was yeah, the Eastern. Right. Yeah. Um, now the Lakers are completely literally everyone on the Lakers is different now from that championship team, except for LeBron and Anthony Davis. Like, every yeah. other person on the roster is different. Well, I mean, every but other I will person say, like, on the roster is kind of different from... And Denver, Two I months think, ago. Well, months if you ago. look at Denver now, like they've really remade their bench. Their bench is a lot better now well, they than it was a few years ago. But even a few years yeah. ago when they went on that run, their, ben- their bench is better now. Um, hmm. so. Sounds like a formula maybe a team here. I, I think Denver is the template. If you're looking at this from a Grizzlies perspective, Denver's the template in terms of how they not, you know, their they're best it, It's different. Jokic is a completely different player than any anyone in the NBA has, including the Grizzlies. But in terms of how they how they beefed up the parts around like you know, yeah. going and getting going and making a find in Bruce Brown, like somehow he was available and no one was really going after him, and they added him and Jeff Green, you know, like those types of guys have really helped their bench um over the last couple years. Um so and then like they made a good you know, that Christian Braun kid seems like a good draft pick. You know, like he's the one rookie. That kid's
6: last the spelling of his last name. Is always just gonna annoy
0: me. Yeah. I think it's brown. Is it brown? But it looks like Braun. Oh, really? Okay, Christian Brown. Um, but regardless. Because that annoyed me last year with Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, here I got a I got another tell the truth because right. the other news Grizzlies related today um is that Jaron Jackson Jr. for the second year in a row was named first team all defense in the NBA. <clears throat> got the most. First place votes of anyone, I believe, 96 out of the 100 media members voted him first team, um, more so than anyone else. And Dylan Brooks, for the first time, gets second team all defense honors. Um, so Grizzlies get two on the uh, two out of the 10 selections uh, for all defense. May I make a plea mm-hmm. to, the, to our fair city?
6: Can we please pump the brakes? on the Grizzlies are going to get left out of award season Yeah,
0: when it's like... It feels like they were very properly, <laughs> yes. like... Well, now, we'll see. There's all NBA stuff coming, I believe, tomorrow. Like, we'll know the all NBA teams. And, like, honestly, like, if John Moran is left off, like, I'll get it. Like, I, I you know... It's not a miscarriage of justice. I'm not saying that... I'm not saying he didn't deserve it. I'm just saying there are also other deserving people, and I can understand if... Six guards were viewed. You know, I went through it, you know, whatever it was, a month or two ago. Because remember, it's a regular season award. Yeah. And, like, I think Luca's going to get it over him. I think I also, Damian Lillard. No, I'm willing
6: to say this. He doesn't deserve it. Okay. Now, the reason why I'm saying he doesn't deserve it is I would like for him to... I think we need to get back to job ja, Like, what's the job ja formula that works? Slighted job, ja. Yeah, it's true. We need to get back to that. Yeah. This year, coming off all NBA second team All NBA, gets the big contract. We need to get back to, they don't respect you.
0: Yeah, yeah. So maybe it'll be a good thing. But um, I was gonna say, my tell the truth from today. I think it's a big deal for Dylan Brooks. I think today guaranteed he's gonna get the mid level exception. Yeah, being one of the you know be- being selected second team All Defense like this. Um, being that type of defender. It's not necessarily that he got voted it it's as much as, like, there, you know, it t- to be all defense, like, it really took Dylan, like, two or three years of good defense to get his first all defense. Yeah, I like mean, it's, the it's one of those, those things these, where it's, like, like, all defense is a reputation award more unless, than, like... Unless you're, like, a big man who has, like, the clear stats, like yes. stats of blocks Perimeter and steals. Perimeter defenders, it's a reputation award. In a, in a lot of ways, it is. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting with this all defense voting, um... You know, Jaron got 96 first-team votes and three second-team votes. That means one person didn't have him first or second-team. Okay. Right behind him was Drew Holiday, got 94 first-team votes. Um, And then Brooke Lopez got 85 first-team votes. Evan Mobley, 49 first-team votes. And Alex Caruso, 50 first-team votes. The second team was Derek White, Draymond Green, Og Ananobi, Dylan Brooks, and Bam Adebayo, and obviously Jaron was first team. Yeah, Dylan. How's by it go, Draymond? Desmond Bain got a first, uh, got a second team vote as a forward. Would like to see that guy's whole ballot. Bet there's some interesting choices on there. I wonder if that's the guy that left Jaron off. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. But yes, I, th- I thought that was funny. He received received one vote as a forward. The other thing, though, that stands out about these names, like... What's obviously interesting, O.G. Ananobi is viewed as the same caliber defender as Dylan Brooks, and his offensive numbers are significantly better.
6: Right, but it's not a simple comparison. Like, O.G. Ananobi's, what, going to have...
0: OG Anobi, by the way, got significantly more votes.
6: What's the contract Miller. status? Because he has three years left on that deal, right? But isn't it ended like 20-something it's million? a pretty good deal, yeah.
0: That's why he's an attractive option. It's like 20, 25 million, something like that. It was a four-year, $72 million deal to start. Uh, it's, it's, excuse me, it's 18.6 million next year and then 19.9 million player option in 24-25 So if he has a big year next year, he might opt out.
6: Yeah, I mean, to me though, the other thing that stands out is all these. Like you said, it is a regular season award and hat tip. Congratulations to to all. The best defender on the planet right now is Anthony Davis.
0: Yeah. That is that's the other interesting part. Anthony Davis received. Now, granted, he played. I think I looked it up. I think he played fifty-two games,
6: or maybe played fifty-four, started fifty-two, something like that. He
0: only received nine second-team votes.
6: And again, it's a regular season award. But I think this is my other big tell the truth. I think the NBA needs this season, in the sense of we're all questioning the value of the regular season and. Has it become just a playoff sport? I think they need this to be an outlier. Like, I just don't think you need to have your regular season essentially not reflect your postseason. And I'm not saying that doesn't mean that you can't have a seven seed that's competitive. But you don't need your seven seed to essentially be a team that three weeks out from... 3 weeks out everyone's questioning whether or not they're even going to make the playoffs. Like it's one thing to have parody throughout, but it's another where you're just sitting here going like what what was the point of all of this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Part of me I I've I've enjoyed I think I've enjoyed these playoffs a little more because it hasn't just gone according to form if you will. You know, you've got even though Miami now in retrospect You know, with Jimmy Butler playing the way he is, it doesn't seem— I mean, their win over Milwaukee is still pretty shocking. Them beating the Knicks isn't shocking.
6: No, and they were the Eastern Conference finalists last year.
0: Yes. I still think them upsetting Milwaukee, was, especially the way they did it, winning in five like that, was kind of stunning. But this all goes back to my original point in that this should haunt the Grizzlies. Mm -hmm. How
6: many more seasons are you going to have where— well, I this, think this many teams get knocked out.
0: Yeah, but I also think you're watching – part of the reason why we're seeing it be kind of tumultuous, if you will, is like there is a bit of a changing of the guard going on in the NBA. LeBron is starting to age out. Kevin Durant is starting to age out. Steph Curry is going to start to age out. Like, you know, like that's part no, I mean, of what it is. We, we there's a lot of – you know, there's there, teams like Memphis, Sacramento – Denver to a certain extent are trying to step into this void and very clearly Memphis was not ready for it this year. Sacramento uh not ready ultimately for it. No, but they they put up a a good showing. Yes. No, it was like but yes. They yeah, took but them it was to their seven, fir- yeah. it was the, it was their first time, whatever. Yeah, they'll be and back. It took
6: in game 7 it took a historic yes. performance
0: from an all-time great. No, I think you feel better today as a Sacramento Kings fan with how the playoffs went, certainly, than as a Grizzlies fan does. Yeah,
6: I do think, though, as a Grizzlies fan,
0: you can't feel take, better about long-term, I
6: think. You can take Grizzlies. some solace in the fact that, yet again, injuries— you feel like
0: injuries— That's true. But I, I think long-term, I still feel better about the Grizzlies than the Kings. I, I, I think the Grizzlies are going to be— I don't know if they'll ultimately ever get through that door, but I think they're going to knock on the door for a while— I don't, the Kings are going to have to show me they can do it again, you know? Yeah, because they did have, they had unusually good health. Yeah, and guys playing, like, is Malik Monk really this good, or was that just a heater? Is, you know, did DeMontis Sabonis just get exposed, or was that just a bad series? De'Aaron Fox just had an a career year, is that, like, the new normal for him? Yeah. Or is that just a career, you know, a career year? There's some questions there where it's, like, feels like we didn't even get Ja's best season this year. I think last season was better. Yeah, I'd agree. Bain had the injured toe that kind of felt like it capped his ceiling this year. Yeah. Yeah, Jaren played the best he's ever played, but you still feel like there's more there. You know, it's a little different, I think, the conversation with the Grizzlies than with the Kings. So, um it'll be uh, – It'll be interesting, but uh, I think oh, they're getting the proper regular season respect. They got the Defensive Player of the Year. They got a guy on first team and a guy on second team All Defense and two they All Stars. Two All Stars. Um, they had the second best. They had the, what the best defense in the league ultimately, and they got two guys. I can't remember if they had the best or the second best. I think it depends what metric yeah. you were using, but they had one of the certainly one of the two or three best defenses in the NBA this year, and uh, they were it felt like properly rewarded. All right, when we come back, Tim Murray will join us. We'll continue the NBA playoff discussion with him and
6: more when we come back right here on Otto & Jeffrey, 92.9 FM, ESPN.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
2: You have 47 new voicemails.
7: Joe Ostrowski here to help you beat the books with
6: BetQL. After hitting the under last night, the BetQL model is once again looking at the Nationals and Giants tonight. National starter Patrick Corbin hasn't allowed more than three earned runs in a start since April 10th, and the Giants have ace Logan Webb on the mound. So the BetQL model has under eight as a five-star best bet. I'm Joe Ostrowski. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today.
7: for the ones who get it.
6: Done. If you're hiring, it can feel like you're trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. And now you can try it for free at ziprecruiter.com/radio. In fact, ZipRecruiter has helped a lot of business owners find their needle in a haystack, like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. Because Teletires has grown a lot in the last few years, Marco needed to hire everyone from a receptionist
1: to a store manager to a head mechanic. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. ZipRecruiter helps me keep my business running. Take it from Marco and millions of other businesses who've used ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter can help you find the needle in the haystack.
7: See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash R-A-D-I-O. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to
3: hire.
5: Hey Brad, I thought you had a date tonight.
3: Hey mom, she just left. Using my phone for a Wi-Fi hotspot backfired again.
5: I keep telling you to get Xfinity. What happened?
3: Well, everything was great until the movie started buffering. Then she started asking questions like, why are you using bed sheets for curtains? Why is this hamster cage so dirty? Where is your hamster?
5: Oh honey, it might be time for real Wi-Fi.
3: Yeah, in the meantime, can I come use the Wi-Fi at your place?
5: Sorry baby date night's still on for one
6: of us. It's time for real home internet. Get fast home internet on the Xfinity 10G network. The future starts now.
4: New customers can get 75 megabit Xfinity internet and one line of unlimited intro for just $50 a month for 12 months. Now through June 21st. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G to learn more. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. Xfinity mobile requires Xfinity internet service. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of data usage. Data thresholds may
6: vary. For nearly 18 years, we've been delivering brand new vehicles right there in the Memphis market. And now we're excited to announce that Red River has a Toyota store. Right here in Wynn, just a short hop across the river to get the best deal on a new Toyota than anywhere else in your state or our state. Or we can bring it right to Memphis and drop it off in your driveway. You can order yours online right now at RedRiverToyota.com
5: and we'll bring it to you. So check us out at RedRiverToyota.com or come see us and win.
4: Found the roof leak. Where? See those shingles?
5: What do we do now?
1: I pity the fool. You need the A-Team. What? A-Team Roofing in Collierville. One of only two diamond contractors in the Mid-South. They're a licensed general contractor, but also a licensed insurance adjuster. When it comes to insurance approval, the decision really is in the details.
5: Well, yeah.
1: Get your roof done right. Call the A-Team. 901-605-ROOF. I pity the fool that doesn't check out our online reviews. You okay? I'm A-OK.
7: Ateamroofers.com.
1: Guys, fellas, men, do you want a better sex life? Roman has genuine medication that helps you achieve and maintain what you need to perform. Roman has discreet wipes that help you last four times longer in bed. Roman has testosterone testing and treatment. Treating low testosterone can help revive your sex drive. So, men, what are you waiting for? For a better Better sex life, go to ro.co slash better sex. Do it today and get 20% off. That's ro.co slash better sex. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babel.
0: Babel's lessons are fun, they only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language like
1: magic. I love that Babel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real world conversations, things you'll actually use.
4: It's incredible, after using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French.
5: There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher.
1: If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than... Babbel. Babbel.
2: Babbel. Babbel. Evidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com.
1: Giannato and Jeffrey, broadcast live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. This hour of G&J is brought to you by the Next Generation 10G Network. Only from Xfinity, the Giannato and Jeffrey show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Take playoff
6: action to the next level with BetMGM, authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Sign up now and instantly receive $100 in bonus bets when you place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA team with bonus code WRITE100, one zero zero, Enjoy the playoffs like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and parlay selection features at your fingertips for every game. Download the app today and sign up with bonus code WRITE100 to instantly get $100 in bonus bets. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. BetMGM.com for T's and C's, 21 or older to wager. Tennessee-only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. Tim Murray is, of course, the host of VSEN Primetime, airing weeknights from 5 until 8 locally. Kind enough to join us now. Tim, in your mind... Who's the favorite to win the NBA right now? Uh,
3: Boston, I guess. How much
6: concern do we have about? As you can coaching. tell by my,
3: as you can tell from the confidence in my voice, uh, yeah, I think I think that's that's where I'm at. I don't
6: know. Do we need a situation like one of my favorites was always old school Pat Riley when he was always willing to come down and, and go back to the bench if he thought that was the voice they needed. Does Brad Stevens have to do this now? <laughs> if they don't win a
0: title, that's what's gonna happen. I'm telling you
6: right now. It probably was pretty smart. That was a good way to take all the heat off of him because he was starting to get heat as a coach. Now it's like how do you like me now.
3: I think everything, I mean, so much has opened up. I mean, if they don't win the Eastern Conference, that's just the way I mean the Bucs are gone. I mean, they were the favorite to win the East even with the Bucks around, and now the Bucks are gone. You've got a heat team that is playing above their heads, but are they you know, good? I don't know. I, I I don't know. I'm not trying to be dismissive. I don't know because Jimmy Butler in the playoffs turns into you know a superhuman, so that that's working their advantage. But are the Knicks that good? I mean, they you know Julius Randall misses game one, Emmanuel quickly misses last night, and. You know, is that is that a roster you're shaking in your boots to face Jalen Brunson and you know Cam Hart, uh, Josh Hart, Josh Hart, uh, Cam Hart, of course, uh, cornerback for Notre Dame. Everyone should know Cam Hart. Go Irish. Um, but yeah, if Boston doesn't come out of the East, I mean, that is that's that's a pretty bit of indictment on them, right? I mean,
6: oh yeah, it, I mean, I guess at a certain level. They they were they were planning to have Ime Odoka as their coach, and they don't. But you know what I mean. Like if if not now, when? I mean, you
3: were in the finals last year. You lose to the Warriors. Okay, that's fine. The Bucks get knocked out in the first round, and you kind of mess around with the Hawks a little bit, which was odd. And now you got this two zero series lead against the, the Sixers. Uh, they in, aren't
0: good in close games at the end of the fourth in the fourth quarter. They have not been good all year, and I think it's partly a coaching thing, um, but it's also a, you know, there there's also this like lingering like everyone's kind of trying to ignore it. But this whole like Jalen Green is or Jalen Brown is clearly not like. I'm not saying he's disgruntled, but he's also not happy. You know, like, there's something He's going on there. He's better
3: than Jason Tatum right now.
0: Yeah,
6: like, there's this whole, like... But there's also the element of, he can't dribble. Like, I've never seen a player this good that literally, like, has the dribbling yips.
0: And then they have, you know, they have that weird situation where... They still where, have to figure out a way. He took, what, four shots after, like the, the, like, the last quarter and a half of that game the other day? But, I mean, they still have the same problem that the Grizzlies inevitably had, like...
6: When it comes down to the final shot, they leave open. Marcus Smart. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's well, didn't fi- that happen in game? I'm trying to remember correctly because I, I misspoke.
3: I said they were up two they, zero. They lost game one mm-hmm. when Harden didn't. Pl- uh, when yeah. uh, Embiid didn't Embiid play. didn't play, and Harden had just had. I mean, that was. And Jalen Brown, if I remember correctly, didn't he like not shoot a shot in the fourth quarter or like one shot, something insane like that in game one? So yeah, they do have. To your point. A bit of an identity crisis, where like Jalen Brown has come out hot in a handful of these games, and then has kind of has has kind of faded away. Jason Tatum had that bizarre game two where he had seven points. He really hasn't been shooting all that well. Um, I mean, what he's so in the last three games, he's four for twenty from three. That good? That's not great. It's not ideal.
6: I mean, like that's the other thing. Like I. I
3: it I want to believe in. I want to believe in Denver, to be honest. And I want to believe
6: in Denver too, but I'm, I'm wondering I if was, I'm trying to will that into existence.
3: I thought. I, I thought you know because they kind of had this nobody believes in us narrative going on, and then they go out and they take care of business in games one and two, and I'm like, man, this team might be the real deal here. And then you lose game three, which I think a lot of people expected. I expected, and then look, game four was awesome. I mean, it, it was. It was the third quarter was phenomenal, but. You gotta take this Suns team out now, man. Like this is, you know, to your point about if not now, when for the Celtics, it's kind of the same for Denver because Phoenix is only going to get better. You know, maybe one of these days the Clippers will be healthy. At, I'm not going to hold my breath on that, but you know, the, do they the get late- healthy
6: first or open the new arena first?
3: <laughs> I, I don't know. That's a that's looking like a sunken cost sooner or later because especially if they uh, ultimately lose lose one one or both of those guys but you know tonight here we go both teams are both home teams are over 6 point favorites you know as as many people probably think guys all right a money line parlay brings back it's like basically like a minus 110 bet just need both of them to win who messes it up tonight boston or denver or neither or is that a good bet to both take care of business? If you made me
0: bet. Both take care of business tonight.
6: Well, because this is the thing. like They still haven't – Phoenix still hasn't gone to Denver yet and really even played well. They had – before Chris Paul got hurt in game two, they were playing okay, but it was really more that Denver did not play well at that point, and then they did enough to put him away when Chris Paul got hurt. But doesn't doesn't that Philly game on Sunday feel like the, all right, they left it all on the line – this like I kind of like the Celtics in this spot, but I think I trust the Celtics less than I trust Denver. So if I'm having to bet who screws it up, I would bet Boston screws it up.
3: Because I don't think we're getting Landry Schammett dropping uh, five threes again like we did in, in game four. I mean, I is mean, Booker
6: going to sh- continue to shoot 80%? Maybe.
3: <laughs> yeah. And is it even enough, though? I mean, those two dudes have had to play so much in in Durant and Booker and they've they've basically had to be superman in all of those games and s- they're just squeaking by um and Denver you know Murray was was solid i mean Jokic was out of his mind you know punching punching owners i mean come on man just outrageous that was a flop come on i'm ki- i'm kidding it was
6: a flop uh,
3: don't grab the ball, man. What are we doing? This
6: isn't you're I not did, a,
3: a bench player at Michigan State anymore, bro. I like, did like Mike Malone doing?
6: just calling him a fan in the it just that, in that like just that God, that has to be so, so
0: satisfying. <laughs> I'm just He's an underrated crotchety guy.
6: Oh, he's
3: very
7: crotchety. Remember
0: he was Mike Malone and then all of a sudden told that he's, poor sideline yeah, reporter yeah. uh, Michael Malone? but I I am I Denver is an endear, I think they win tonight I think Boston wins tonight Boston just scares me I think Boston's gonna get through the series I think they're gonna win the East but they scare me just like against Golden State like they just they play with their food a little too much um and now they've got a coach that I don't really trust and so um they scare me every game now like they 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 play stretches of games where you go oh well that's the best team yeah oh, right there's the best team yep but they, like, for whatever reason, they can't string it together in the they fourth quarter no, consistently. See,
3: they had no business losing two games to the Hawks. No business. Hawks are
6: not very good. And they lost two games to them. Well, and also, I think you can draw a through line. All jokes aside, I think Quinn Snyder's proven to be a, at least schematically, a very good NBA coach. When's the last time Doc Rivers outcoached somebody in a playoff series?
3: I, don't, I mean, you have to probably go back to when he had the big three, right? Yeah, I maybe. just assume. I don't know. I can't remember off that. I mean, he won a championship. Doc, Doc
0: went from underrated to overrated. Yes. To now it feels like he's actually properly he rated. Yeah. He's like properly rated now. Like everyone, no one views him as like an elite coach, but they view him as like, yeah, he's a pretty good coach. He's a guy that appropriately has one title. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like not that yeah. doesn't have the second
6: title. Like he deserves one, but it's. Yeah, I do think you're right. We've we've probably swung too far back in the
0: other direction. Maybe a little. Like he probably deserves a little more respect than he gets now. But I, all in all, he's in the he's in the ballpark range of where he should be uh, should be rated as a coach.
3: So right now, I'm looking at futures odds uh, at one shop here in town, and it's Celtics at plus 170. They're the favorites. All right. Sixers at nine to one this is to win the title. Uh, Knicks at 130 to one. Have at it. Uh, Heat at 13 to 1. Nuggets at plus 550. Lakers plus 290.
6: Suns plus 825. Warriors 22 to 1. All right. So I'm power ranking. You see if you agree with this. I I like Denver at plus 500 the most.
3: Yeah. Plus 550 at Denver would be the most intriguing because those odds, assuming they win tonight, I don't know what they probably go down to like plus. Probably close to like. Oh, oh! You think of that? Up. I was
6: thinking close to like what the Lakers are.
3: Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You could probably convince me of that. And the Lakers are probably going to lose Game Five, like they did
6: to Memphis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what we said. Like we think that that's the same spot. Like that. Yeah. This it's series. Thing. This series has almost followed the same script.
3: It is. It's wild how how very similar it uh, these two series have been. Where last night was the toss up game, where it's like. You know, the Lakers are are just are gonna give it their all and you know, can they steal that and then do they take their foot off the gas pedal? I mean, the market, you're paying a insane tax right now on the Warriors for game five. They are a seven point favorite right now. Seven point favorite. They were a two and a half point underdog last night, so that's a nine and a half point swing.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I still might take it.
3: I know they. They probably come out and crush them.
0: Yeah. Cuz
3: no, I, mean, I. I think. I think had two straight solid locked in performances from AD. I mean, you know that's changing. Well,
6: no, I. I think we do what. What you and I. What we started doing in the Grizzlies series, like isn't this just a spot to take the to take the Warriors on the alt line?
0: Yeah. Blow them out. Yeah. Well, I will say I. I I've been meaning to mention this to you, Jeffrey. I thought I think it was Jeff Van Gundy on Sunday, had you know like. One of my favorite things about the playoffs is just the clichés like series doesn't start till someone wins a road game, mm-hmm. you know, Ro- nope. role players play better at home. Yeah, role players play better at home. I heard a new, I thought I had heard them all. I heard a new one from Jeff Van Gundy this week and I wanted to get your guys thoughts on it. It was and I think it's it's actually really good. He goes He goes the first team to win two games in a row is almost always going to win a series. That's his that's his that's his uh out, you know, truism if you will so like in his mind for instance the Lakers just won two in a row means they're gonna win the series that it's va- it's really really difficult tell that to the 2016 Warriors
6: yes
3: so all these series are over because the nuggets won the first two mm-hmm. the Celtics won but the, game but two but and the three. Phoenix but yes. oh,
0: oh, it's the first team the first team to the win, first okay. team to win two in a row is the team that's going to win a series is like more it's like basically almost always in well, his here, mind.
3: We've got the thesis already. We've got four series right now. We've all already had back to back wins from mm-hmm. all from all
0: yes the or, team, in all four of these it should series. be the De- first team. We should have a Denver Lakers, Boston, uh, Miami yeah. conference which be, finals, which in honestly, Jeff would, Van Gundy's mind.
3: Well, and honestly, that would be the betting favorite to happen, right? I mean, yeah. I think Boston, so. Boston's a seven seven and a half point favorite tonight. Denver's six. Boston six and, and Denver
6: ultimately have home court advantage still yep. in their series. Do and we need to make Mike, Michael Malone an honorary Van Gundy?
0: Oh, I don't know if he's he, he's not that crotchety yet. And At least we haven't seen it publicly yet. Were he he la- were all would listening? he latch
3: onto someone's leg during a melee? Like he's both bigger. Van
0: Gundy's are, like they are. Did you hear Stan Van Gundy last night when he's talking about Lonnie Walker? He goes, "There's no such thing as garbage time; just garbage players."
6: I was like, "Good well, lord!" Then though, my other favorite was Van Gundy. I think it was on Sunday. He was like, when people were making a big deal about how many minutes that, how many minutes that. Anthony Davis played, and he asked Mike Breen if he was gonna if he was gonna play all 48, call all 48 minutes, or was he gonna Mm -hmm. take five? Like the the thought of playing an extra two minutes to him, like that means absolutely nothing. (laughs) Van Gundy coaching, Van Gundy coaching in the uh, load management era, I think is something we're deprived of. Jeff Van Gundy,
0: yes, Jeff. Because that's the other thing. It's like kind of remarkable. That these two brothers, I, I guess Stan Van Gundy is not considered TNT's A crew, right? Would that be that be Reggie Miller technically, right? Probably it's did, like Harlan and Reggie Miller usually. I don't know Tim because didn't they flip this year?
3: Um, there so. was the thought.
6: There was the thought during the All Star game because Brian Anderson got the got the. Call over Harlan, which is an absolute travesty. Brian Anderson seems like a wonderful guy, but
0: Harlan—he uh, was on the call with Stan Van last night. Harlan's yeah, they, the most underrated been, that,
3: play-by-play guy there is in the business. Anderson Van Gundy's been a team all postseason, mm-hmm. and Harlan and Miller. Yeah, I think those are more. I think that's the Harlan and Miller. I think
0: are technically the A
3: team. They're the A team. Yeah. yeah.
0: No. So, but so you don't have both Van Gundy brother, brothers on the A team, but like both very. Big voices in NBA television coverage um, on different networks. And both of them are crotchety in different ways. It's, It's quite amazing, actually.
7: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.